0: Quarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. I am Ramsey personality Rachel Cruz, hosting this hour with best-selling author Ramsey personality and great friend Ken Coleman. We are here to answer your questions, and it's a free call anywhere in the country at 888-825-5225. So we're going to go to the phones this hour, and we've have uh, Judy up first in Indianapolis. Hey, Judy, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, thank you so much for
0: taking my call. Absolutely. How can we help?
1: Okay, well, this is my little situation, and I haven't heard this much before on your show. Um, I'm 59, and I'm a widow, and I'm unhappy in my present position, my job. Mm-hmm. I've been in it since 2008. Okay. I um, have no debt. I have um, no electric electric bills, and uh, I I have I can live on very little a month. I'm just by myself. I have no heirs. I have no dependents. It's just me, and I have um, about 150k in a
0: 401k. How much? 150. Yes. Okay. And
1: I have 75 thousand in just a savings account, high yield savings account. And I'm like I said, I'm not happy in my present position. What do you and do? I'm on. I'm in logistics.
2: Okay. And what? It's what been makes wearing you un- on? Me. What? Yeah. What? What's wearing on you? Is it the work or is it the environment or both?
1: Well, um, I'm a single employee, employee for my company on site at a customer, and I've been there since like 2008, and Recently, my schedules have changed. All our all team schedules have changed, where they require you to be um, on call for an additional 48 hours a week. But they won't pay for the on call. What they do is you have, as long as you can prove your time spent in email time or or um, conflict management of uh, shipments. Then you can get your your time like thirty minutes and a night instead of you know because I'm on call like five hours a night, and uh, and you only get paid for a small midget of that right. of one percent right. of, yeah. of yeah, what so, you actually do.
2: Yeah, so that's just that just eats <clears throat> away at you. It's just irritating. Oh, it yeah, I get yeah. it. And it's also and it's you're gradual. by yeah, and you're by yourself too. I guess that's not wow. fair.
1: No, so I I'm looking possibly to change change my whole.
2: Yeah. Life. Life. You, you yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah, you should. I, that's that's what I'm getting at. Because logistics, if you were in a different environment and, and different circumstances, the logistics work, the, the process nature of it, you probably enjoy that because you're probably good at it. Is that true or false? Oh, I believe I am. OK, good. Just, all right. So what's your call
1: is what's killing me.
2: Oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, first I mean, of all, we sure. need to be looking to leave. That would be my first advice. Yeah, but so I, but I you, guess you called for some other reason.
0: Do you do you know what you want to do, Judy? Yes. Yes, I
1: I am looking um actually to um, get a car, and um my, uh, what I'm what I'm thinking is I want to get a car with the part of the, about thirty thousand of my seventy five in, in savings, and I, I what I want to do is is drive for a living, um, whether it's Lyft or Uber or um, mm-hmm. senior driving, from errands and things like that. I think that's what I want to do. I want to help people that way.
2: Okay. And now, now,
0: what do you make in your, well, number one, do you have, do you have any debt, Judy? Like just your, no. it, and no. house? what's your housing situation? It, I own my house. Full out, like outright. Yes. You have no debt, nothing. Yes. Okay. Yeah, she's like, no you're living bills, the dream. Um, Judy. She, she
2: told us she has hardly any expenses. So here's the yeah. question. Yeah. What are you, what is your current car?
1: um it's right now it's a 2008 it's a pickup a toyota pickup and i won't get rid of that i'm going to keep it i have a small farm i I raise chickens and quail and and rabbits so i'm going to keep it for the feed hauling feed and the dogs and stuff back and forth have you done
2: your homework on the uber or the lyft have you done your homework to figure Uh, out what you can okay and you can make plenty
1: well, I don't know about plenty. I don't take much, though. I want to do something I more enjoy.
2: I, I get that. I make buddy.
1: about fifty-seven thousand now. All right. Well,
2: you're not going to make fifty-seven thousand no. an Uber or Lyft in Indianapolis. Mm-mm. All right. So here's what yeah. I want to here's what I want to point out. I would just be very, very, very careful about making this decision because you admitted Ooh. to me just a moment ago that if I gave you a fifty-seven thousand dollar logistics job where you didn't have yeah. that nagging issue of uh, being on call like a doctor and I can't leave work at work and I'm not working in an isolated situation, that you would probably enjoy that job. Didn't you tell me something like that?
1: Yeah, I'm not so sure I want to go back and forth to an office anymore. Yeah. Okay, and um, I'm fine with that. Politics.
2: <laughs> um, I get it. I get it. But I'm still saying, here's what happens. Let's say you buy a car for $30,000, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, That car is going to continue to go down in value, whether it's brand new or it's used. And you're driving around, and you're not making much. Now, you're helping people. You sound like a lovely person who would be awesome to talk to if I was in the backseat of your car and you were driving me around. But this is not just about you serving people by driving. And maybe you could get a delivery job where you're making pretty decent money, have some job benefits. I want you to find the middle ground between Uber and logistics. I just feel like you've got okay. a too wide of a either or here.
0: Yeah. Cause what I don't want to happen, Judy, is you look up in 15 years and you know, you're 70 and you're like, I, I want to be done. And you look and you're like, gosh, but I don't know if I feel comfortable yeah. being done yet because of my nest egg. So I want you to run some numbers for well, you, Judy, and just to see, okay, what would me, it look like to, let me
1: go over yeah. a little bit more. Um, I'm sorry. Maybe I didn't make myself clear. I'm a widow, so um, I can get my husband's Social Security at 67 or 72. But I, I pl- I'm very healthy, so I plan to work for a while. My husband's Social Security has been estimated at 2,700 a month at 60 if when I turn 67. Plus, I have an annuity of 2221 already in place every month for the rest of my life. Okay. So. All, that would be forty seven, yeah. forty eight hundred a month, which is more than plenty for me to do stuff with. Yeah, and if I was to have, if I was to do Uber or Lyft or even drive for a senior community um, errands or whatever they needed, um, I could call my own
2: hours. All right, I changed I my. Wasn't. All right, Judy, yeah. Judy, you're awesome. You gave me new information. You gave me new information. Oh. I'm glad you gave me new information. And now I'm gonna tell you, go drive yourself till you're just completely content. Because I, I now you got more margin than I thought you had. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And I didn't want oh, yeah. you at this young age and I love that you yeah. said you're gonna keep working. I think you got oh, way more options. On. So I'm gonna say go drive Uber or Lyft or for senior citizens. I changed my answer.
1: Yep. Do you think that's enough for, for me to live on? I mean, I don't really... I only have 150K and... and that's well, what I was 100K. a little concerned I know, about. I want
0: you to run those numbers.
2: Yeah. Uh, you, I'll, yeah. I'll waffle between my two answers. <laughs> First piece of advice I gave you, I think, is good. But I also think that you're frugal enough that if you try this for a couple years, uh, you can always make some changes. That's what
0: I'm thinking. Yeah, go ahead and I would get out of the job. You're not happy there. Yeah. You have enough margin today in the present to drive. So do it till 2026 and then kind of look up and you know decide, okay, do I need to go back in something more full-time for a few years and make that call? But for today, Judy, I think you're good. I think you're good to go do what you want to do. Thanks for the call. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the health care provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your health care provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org budget. That's chministries.org budget. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. Up next, we have, is it Britta in Palm Springs? Is it Beautiful. Britta or
3: Britta? It's uh, like the
1: water
0: purifier. Britta, yes. Nice. Perfect. Yes. Very nice. Thanks for calling, Brita. How can we help?
3: Thank you for taking my call. Um, I got a quick question. I'm currently in baby step two. I've paid off. 56000 since nice. January. Oh, my wow. gosh. Watch um, out, Thank folks. you, guys. Whoa. I backed out of bankruptcy to follow your guys' plan, and I, wow. it's the best choice I ever
0: made. Look at you. Britta, yeah. I'm so proud of you. That's amazing. Thank you.
3: Thank you. So, all of my debt was in collections when I started, so nothing had like a minimum that I, you know, to keep it current. None yeah. of it was current. I have one debt that's not accepting payments right now because they say, they're not allowed to collect in Colorado and California right now. I think they have a lawsuit going on, maybe. Oh, interesting. Okay. And then yeah, I have an eighty-one thousand dollar medical debt that is obviously in collections and their minimum payment that they're asking for is twenty three hundred dollars a month, oh. which would stop yeah, which would stop the six hundred and seventy-five dollar interest that grows each month.
0: Oh wow. But so my question
3: is while I'm paying off IRS right now and another smaller debt, um, I should have those paid off at the end of next month and the end of January. Okay. Should I be making the interest payment on the medical debt to kind of hold the balance where it is until I can get to these other debts or um, not pay it and just let it go up? Or How
0: much? Um, well, the I, the the perfect scenario is that you're staying current on it and not getting behind on it. So my question right. is, um, for you're going to be done with one of the debts end of this month, is that correct? So how much money would that free up at the end of this month?
3: End of, no, end of uh, December, um, I'll be IRS debt free. Okay, okay, and perfect. And I put about, I put about twenty three hundred
0: dollars a month towards that. Okay, so that'll be and freed then, up. And then what about the January debt? Yeah. How much do you pay on that? The
3: January debt, I'm um, currently paying six seventy five a month on. Okay, and I was figuring I'll have it paid off in January because I was going to put the rest of the IRS money towards that one. Yep, yep. And have it paid off in in uh, January. And then what I'm left with is the one that's not accepting payments. That's a private student loan that has my dad's name on it. So I've been trying to prioritize that since March, but they're like they won't accept anything. And then I have a Chrysler um, re- repossessed car debt that I also need to tackle for thirty two thousand.
0: For thirty-two, okay. Uh, How much do you make a year?
3: Uh, I take home about a hundred thousand.
0: Okay. Wow, you've been doing a lot of work. Then I mean, yeah, you've you've killed it. Um, For the medical debt, since it's in collections, have you tried to negotiate that down at all?
3: I have, and I feel like they will. They they say no that they need the minimum payment, and they actually lied to me for months and months and said they can't accept payments on it at all unless it's the minimum amount, which is a total lie. I called back and I clicked the numbers to get to the payment one. And all of a sudden they said they would accept payments, but just not the minimum one to stop the interest. So um, they totally lied to me and I believed it. So I forgot what your question was.
0: No, no, you're good. You're good. I was just wondering uh, because it's such a large medical debt and it's in collections most yes. of the time, they will settle for, but you, you'll have to have that amount of money usually to make that deal possible. So your question is yeah. for now, honestly, um, and I'll be curious, Ken, your thoughts on this. I, I'm i almost tempted, Britta, to to attack these two smaller ones, especially the IRS one. I would want that out, like ASAP. Yeah. And it's going to just free up three grand. So even if you get behind two to three months um, because on, on the interest, I mean, I would still try yeah. to pay the minimum payment if you can and stay current. Mm-hmm. Um, But I, I would, yeah, I think I would focus a lot of my efforts on these smaller ones, get them knocked off. Okay. That's going to free up three grand. Are you able to pay that minimum payment at all of the 2300 with the medical? Or does that does that slow down your entire debt oh. snowball?
3: No, I, I could pay that, um, but it would stop me paying off irs right now and then it would slow the other one getting paid off in january yep so i i could put that towards it no problem but i feel like in my conversations with them that they will settle with me if i have some sort of lump sum payment yes yes to give to them and exactly this, I, the verbiage they've used makes me think that
0: yes okay. for sure yeah and usually they will we find most of the time okay. they will uh, you'd want to get it in writing when that happens, but again, I kind of okay. want to. I want to clear up the IRS stuff. That I don't like the IRS being around. Hundred percent. And then you're so close with yeah. the other one to pay off. So yeah,
2: I agree, yeah. and I, I would. I agree with you, Rachel. And but I would. I would go the step of Brit, I'd put a number out there. You cannot lose in this situation. I'd throw a number out. Right. I'd throw a lump sum number. I'd go, look. This is what I can pay you, and this is when I can pay the lump sum. See what they say. By the way, don't okay. be don't be like crazy generous. You know, like okay. let's let's have some fun with this. This is like a stress free negotiation, in my yeah, opinion. You totally. can't lose. So I'd throw okay. a number out. In fact, let's just talk about this really quick. Why, why would we? What, what's what's a number that you have in your mind? You go, all right. I'll offer it this to him. I'll say, all right. Here's the lump sum. Would you guys be willing to settle for this? And you just put a number in front of him. What what would you say? Well,
3: I was thinking if I was just going to pay the interest until June, I'm expecting a bonus. And I was thinking if I'm just paying the interest and I'm saving all this other back money up. Of offering them ten thousand and them dropping it to fifty thousand, I would be happy with that. I'm more than happy to pay my debt. It's my debt, but it, even if they would, you know, drop it down to fifty thousand and then I could pay that off next year, no problem.
2: I'd say that. Tell them, go, okay. hey, I okay. want to pay my debt. I got into this mess. I'm cleaning it up. This is what I'm proposing, and just see okay. what they say.
0: Yep. Okay.
2: Yeah. You could All even right, go half.
0: You'll... You could even go half on it, Britta. Sometimes some of these, it's yeah, I like gonna pennies say, on the dollar. I was going to say even
2: forty. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank
0: you. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and and when someone... or start
2: with this. Sorry to cut you off, but start no. with this. Hey, what would a lump sum? What would you be willing to receive from me on a lump sum? See what they throw out first. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want them to show me their cards. Totally. Sorry. I, I no no. You're great. You you're
0: great. But I, I appreciate you know Brenda's um, Britta. Brenda, gosh, sorry, it's all right, I'm here wow. for you. Thank you, sorry. Your name is not Brenda; it is Britta. I'm sorry. Um, I appreciate her humility in it, though. Knowing, like, this is my debt because that's yeah. part of this conversation. When you sign up for it, you owe it, right? So, so that is an important part of this. But also, you guys on this journey, and it, she was about to file for bankruptcy. I mean, she she awesome had a pile stuff. of stuff. Yeah. She had medical, IRS, all of it. So there is a point when the debt, it gets old and it's in collections and these people, I mean, like she said, they lie to you. I mean, it's just, it's a gross industry. And if you know, hey, this interest is absolutely insane. There is not a moral um, check that you need to have to say, yeah, I'm going to see if I can negotiate this bill down because you're still owning that you signed up for this, right? But medical debt's so terrible. It's like... Yeah, I think it's one of the worst. It's one of the number one causes of bankruptcy in America is oh, medical yeah. debt. So
2: piles up quickly and has such negative stuff attached yes. to it. So what?
0: I think you know, asking for that negotiation and and talking through that is very acceptable and and just to ask and like you said, Ken, throw it out there and just see. The worst they can say is no, but at that point, talk to it. But also, Britta, if you're still on the line listening, make sure you get it in writing. Like have them email mm-hmm. you immediately. Get the name of the person you're talking to if a deal is done. Get their name. Get their phone number, their extension, how you can reach them. I mean, make sure you oh, get all of a this. Oh, that's a great
2: point. Because once you hang up with them, it's like playing the lottery. to get the same person back on the phone. Oh, you know? I know. I, always. I promise I talked to a lady named Phyllis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I don't know where Phyllis is. We're she's, not sure. She's in the she's uh, Arkansas <laughs> uh, headquarters. Oh, okay. You know, that you're right. Get it in I writing. I do, yeah. And that's a very good point. Get the um, person's name. But let, listen, the negotiations, I mean, let somebody else throw a number out first. I mean, you can always go back and forth. So I like that. Throw it out, But yep. is crushing it. I want people to catch something. You know, she said at the very beginning, Rachel, she said, I backed out of bankruptcy. And she yes. said something to the effect of, I'm so glad I did. So I hope some people hear that, that that's not as easy and clean and simple nope. as it feels like.
0: Nope, not at all. And you guys, if you're enjoying the show, will you help us spread the word? Will you review, leave a review, uh, subscribe, send these episodes out to friends and family. The more that we get listeners and people watching and seeing this show, hopefully the more help that we can get across America and to be able to help. So make sure to share, like, subscribe, for all the videos and all things Ramsey show and Ramsey network shows too. Um, That is great help to us. So thank you guys so much for tuning in.
2: Hey, listen up when we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going, but the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support with Timothy plan. You can avoid putting your hard earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSE.
0: Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. The holidays are coming up, you guys. And if you want a meaningful gift, make sure to go to store. We have a lot of books there, for our twelve dollars sale, including two of Ken's books. Yes,
2: please buy a lot of those pa- as you think about your loved ones this Christmas season.
0: Thank paycheck you. to purpose. Thank you very much. Uh, paycheck to purpose. Come
2: on, boy. This is Proc- the
0: proximity principle.
2: Whew. So now we can still be friends. We got it. That was that was hanging on a what line my, there. For what are a my two? Uh, your two are exactly. Uh, kick them is what they like to call it. Know yourself, know your money. Mm-hmm. And uh, before that- Don't look over there. Oh, good friend. I see. Oh, wow. I'm really nervous all of a sudden. Wow. Uh, Love your life, not Uh yours. There's. There's. Good job. There you go. So those are in
0: the $12 sale? Along got, with a Total Money Makeover, Baby Steps Millionaires. We don't need to
2: mention anybody else's. Yeah.
0: Go check them out, you guys. No. And also, if you go to ramsdolutions.com slash store, you'll see my new kids book. I'm glad for what oh, I have. So, so make sure to check that out look for all the it. little ones in your life. Look
2: at that.
0: And it's almost like uh, the pages are, are thick. It's great quality of a book, too. I'll point that out. I'm going to smell so. it.
2: Oh, Oh, fresh printing.
0: Yeah, fresh. Fresh off the press. Is what it really is. Say, so. And this is
2: lovely. Lots of cute wisdom in this. Yes. So there make you. sure to
0: check out all those. And again, for the holiday season, get a gift that's gonna help somebody. Did so. you do
2: audio on this, by the way? You
0: know, Amelia did. My daughter read the book. Are you kidding me? I know. I don't know if we're using it for like an audio book per se, but we're using it in some of the like marketing
2: and different things. I want to talk to the big shot who decided no on that. And
0: actually, Caroline was the intro and she says, I'm glad for what I have by Rachel Cruz.
2: (laughs) How is that not the audio book? I'm telling you, if if the people speak, we're going to release that. Mm -hmm. I got to talk to Dave. Yeah, they it.
0: got it. They got it. So, I'm going to send
2: him an email.
0: Oh, so great. That's fun. So great. I know. So fun. All right. So fun. All right. go to the phones this hour, and we got Anna Marie in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Hey, Anna Marie. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. How are you? We are doing great. How can we help? Um. Okay. So I just want to give you a quick bit of information, because that might have
3: bearing on the answer you give. Um, so we did the baby steps. Um, I have 1500 in my savings. Uh, we paid off all our debt besides the house. Um, but I don't know if you'll like where I have my, uh, three to six months of expenses. I have 20,000 in a non-retirement investment account. Okay. And then I have, we're do, I'm doing 15% of, uh, my retirement is going into a simple IRA and part of it's going into a IUL. However, my husband, uh, doesn't have a retirement account. Um, and then, uh, I let's see, I'll move on. So what we're wanting to do, instead of paying off our home early, we're looking to maybe sell it and build a cheaper house so that we can be completely debt-free. And then my husband can start getting his retirement. I know that sounds backwards. Um, but we paid 345 for our house. Um, last time it was appraised was about 472 and Right now, I know it's a little higher in value. It's, we could probably list it at 500k after talking to a realtor and uh, looking at comps. And so my question is, should we list our house now and use that money to start building the new home, or should we use some money that we have saved to start to start building the new home right now and then sell our house later? Uh, I don't how, know how the market's going to be in the future.
0: Yeah. Um, how much do you owe on the house? So we owe about 310 Okay. So you would, you would get out about $290. Um, How
2: much are you uh, anticipating the second smaller house? So the new smaller, cheaper house. What are you expecting that to cost?
3: So I'm expecting it oh, to be around 150 to $175. Nice. Uh, it'll be actually on the property right next door to the property we live on, five acres. It'll be the five acres next door. We do thought you, about doing a mobile home, but we're really talking about building a sh- uh, shop house.
2: Don't do a mobile home.
3: I know. I just feel like that'll, yeah, I don't feel like that'll be good. Do you own
0: the land so that you're going to build on?
3: A shop house. Um, my, my parents bought that land, anticipating building out there, but we're going to buy it from them. So we'll pay about, you know, 23000 for the land.
2: I, I Rachel, I don't see I don't see any reason why you wouldn't do this, Anna Marie. I don't think it's confusing at all. I think you sell your current house, you, you take the, the savings ca- yeah. from that, the, what you make on that to pay cash for this next situation, and you're you're done. I I would do that. Yeah, you'd have to go reason. rent.
0: You'd have to go rent somebody somewhere yeah. for yeah, a that's, year. Yeah, that's the hard part. Is where would we live in the interim? Yeah, you just have a, yeah, You'd have possibly, to rent. Well,
2: you act but, like there's no place okay. to live in Albuquerque. You're not going to live in a box under a bridge. Uh <laughs> huh.
0: Yeah, you'd have um, to go rent yeah, somewhere. find rentals where we're at, actually. Well, you'd have to figure that out because I think finding the rental... All
2: right, I'm is, pulling it up.
0: ...is going to be worth it to be able to do this deal because you'll be able to take the equity yeah. out of that house, build what you want, yes. and get the land. I mean, all of it pretty much is settled there with cash. And what it's going to force you to do, Amory, which I think is great, is it's going to force you guys to stay on budget because with building, it always yeah. can start creeping up. But if you guys hold true and hold fast, that nope... We're doing this with cash. We'll be completely debt free, uh, and then yeah, and then doing and then your husband needs to start retirement even before you guys start building. He why is he not contributing to retirement right now?
3: Um, well, he was, but he recently quit uh, his okay. job, and he was only there for a couple years. And before that, he kind of worked for himself. Okay, and uh, and now he's kind of working for himself. Um, but but we have about a hundred and a uh, hundred and forty thousand. That we could spend building the house now, because whatever we're going to probably be paying for rent is going to be the same what? as our mortgage.
2: Hold on. So Where?
3: we have about we have about fifty five thousand cash, and then um, we have some vehicles we're selling. That's about forty five thousand, and um, and here's another thing: is I don't want to use the college fund or the no. money that's in my non retirement investment account to put towards the house. But without that, we would have a hundred thousand to to build you need to sell and we
0: could you need to sell your house and you guys first. yes yep i would a hundred percent how much is it just you and your husband yes
3: well no we have a daughter sorry she's seven but income-wise <laughs> yes me and my husband okay so
2: <laughs> so how so so you're in such a hurry to build this thing and in your whole big excuse is well it's hard to find rent are you in the greater albuquerque area
3: no we're actually in a rural area i mean it's 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 not the town of Albuquerque, it's it's in this, okay. it's in New Mexico, but it's in a smaller town.
0: Okay, but the renting thing But
2: you can find a place to rent Yeah,
0: and it's only for a short period of time. Small
2: amount of time. For six right. six
0: to eight months is what you guys are doing. And then you
2: have all the cash there's none of this. Well, we got to pull from this account and that yeah. account. Yeah. I'm exhausted listening. It's just
0: hard because we'd
3: have to move to a completely different place and move twice for six but we're months. right next to our house for six
0: months. It
2: doesn't sound like you're going to take our advice, so that's okay.
0: For six no, no, months, no, that's okay, Anna Marie. For six months to... uh-huh. is what we're saying. It's six yeah. months. It's not yeah. six years. Yeah. It's not even a full year. Yeah. For six months, so you can yeah, commute it, to the yeah. build. Make sure it's all going yeah, okay. Keep her. the address so the so your chi- so your daughter stays in the same school system. It's all okay. But oh, for 6 months school, that in so Okay, that perfect. Well, perfect. She homeschools. It's great. So, again, the inconvenience, so the inconvenience of maybe having to drive an extra 20 30 minutes away is worth it just to do a cash deal and that there's no debt, there's no banks involved, there's nothing. And you guys you have yeah. it. You have the equity in your house to do it. And not to yeah. mention it's going to keep you guys on track, which I think is yes. really important. But you guys need to be looking at this. And you're, you're in a great spot. I mean, you guys have, you have money, you have money, you have emergency fund, the 55000 that could be your emergency fund. Yeah. Don't touch that. You have some investments here. You're doing your Roth. You're all doing it great. You're just switching houses, which is a dream, Anna Marie. Yeah. That's a dream. And That's what people thing. want. They want that.
2: Here's the other thing, Anna Marie. You're just assuming that everything's going to go exactly the way you think it's going to go. Well, I just got news for you. And you're probably <laughs> chuckling right now on hold. You know that doesn't happen. And this way if you do it the way we're telling you to do it then there's no stress yes there's a bit of inconvenience but that's just part of change anyway i i would just make this clean and easy and i think the way to do that is sell rent build move it's clean easy i was stressed out listening to the process (laughs) you know i don't want you to be stressed out yeah you so don't need great. to be. There's no need to be. You guys have done a great job, by the way. We're having a little bit of fun well there. Well done. But you guys have put yourself in a position to be able to do this, as Rachel That's Rachel's right. Saying, absolutely. Good job. Absolutely. Great job.
0: Congratulations. Thanks for calling.
2: Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Rachel Cruz joins me in studio this hour. Our scripture of the day comes from Philippians 3:13 through 14. One thing I do for getting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead i press on toward the goal to win the prize for which god has called me heavenward in christ jesus our quote of the day from mary k ash never give up because you never know if the next try is going to be the one that works Mm. there you go is that mary k as in the mary k cosmetics oh there you go
0: she knows she has hmm. some good some good quotes i'm sure with business
2: got herself a pink cadillac too <laughs> pink is that cadillac. what that is did i get that right yeah oh mm-hmm. boy i got nervous when i threw that out there I was that's like, good okay. that was good
0: yep some mary Kay sales that's mm. what those people have done
2: yes they have
0: all right so uh we're gonna close out this <laughs> hour uh with molly in dallas hey molly welcome to the show Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be on the show
4: right now. Oh, I'm so well, glad. Well, we're
2: excited to talk to you. We're glad
0: you called. How can we help?
4: Thank you so much. I'm I have two questions regarding the scenario that I'm in and I don't know how much information is gonna be pertinent, so the the bare bones right Time. now is that I am currently Working ag- against an insurance, a car insurance company for a car accident I was in, it's five years ago this month. It's been forever. Good grief. Wow. I was not at fault. its It's been terrible, um, but yeah. I was not at fault. They're insured with texting and driving, and it took three years just to get back to like a medical baseline for me.
0: Oh, my gosh.
4: So, I'm really grateful I'm not disabled. I'm really mm-hmm. grateful I didn't lose my, a limb or lose a life, but I still... On paper, I will not be healed from my injuries, but I know Jesus is my healer, so I ain't worried about it. So moving forward, I'm negotiating, and they have agreed to cover all of my medical treatment, my injuries, and like all these medical debts that have racked up. So I'm no longer represented by an attorney, but I had an attorney working on my case, so I have all of my bills, all of my liens lined up. And so they're offering me just under 29000 for medical bills and lost wages. And I come before you today wondering about the best strategy for negotiating the pain and suffering aspect of it, because they offered me less than $5 a day for the last five years, and they're really, really low-balling in that area. And I don't really know how to advocate for myself in a way that's stern but fair. I don't know what fairness looks like for that. Well,
2: it's a great question. Uh, let me jump in on the last part of that. Uh, so the fairness piece I, I don't think that you're a dishonest person. So I think that fair is you being honest about what your care is gonna cost. And I think you if you're gonna represent yourself, which I don't recommend, uh, but if you're going to, then I think you got to come up with a number based on um, if I was in your situation and we'd sit down and go, okay, all right um what is my ongoing care, if I've got some physical therapy, if I've got some follow-ups here, maybe some potential procedures, surgeries, whatever that is, to the best of your ability, you've got to be able to put that out on paper, and you be able to prove that, and you've got doctors weighing in and all that and signing off on that, and that's how you would go to the insurance company and go, "Look, this five dollar a day business, whatever you're going to come up with there. Let me just tell you what my healthcare costs are for continuing care. That's where I would start. So that you actually, it's not about fair, it's about
0: facts, facts. Like yeah. this is,
2: in fact, what it's going to cost. You should be covering this. But Rachel, I'm not a fan of trying to. And listen, I am about as direct, and I love a good scrum. I love love a good fight for righteousness and honesty and i'd love to get on the phone with these morons right i really would but even i don't think that's right i think i need somebody advocate for me who knows some of the ins and outs it might be worth a good attorney here who's willing to work on a yeah content meaning you get money then you get paid
0: yes right right do you have you had an attorney in the past five years molly at all Yes. So
4: I signed on with an attorney, and then after two years, he changed law practices. So I went with him, and then about after a year of him being there, he left law entirely. So the practice that I went with inherited my claim, and it was not a good fit at all. So we negotiated to just be released from our agreement with no liens to that law firm.
2: Okay. All right, but let me say this. I don't know if you've ever seen the old movie... This is gonna be fun. If Rachel's seen this or not, she loves when I go into the Wayback machine.
0: Grand, grand, grandpa no.
2: again. Rain. Oh, thank, thank you very much. Let me put my cardigan on for a second. He's on a grandpa. All right, the cardigan is on. What, what? Uh, Rainmaker with Matt Damon. Let me tell you who, I, what I would be doing, and I'm being serious right now. I would find me some young personal injury lawyer who's hungry. I mean, like their shoes aren't shined. You know, they don't know how to tie a tie yet, but they're sharp and they're smart and they only get paid if they go and get money for you. Now I'm being a little dramatic, but I would find somebody who's hungry, who who is sharp and and they want to score because you've got everything laid out. They could quickly get into the situation and go, Mm -hmm. oh, we've got something here. But I'd interview two or three of these young hungry lawyers, uh, somebody who's good, not a complete Bumpkin, or somebody that's you know has no idea how to tie their shoes, but I would find somebody that's hungry and 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 if they think they've got a case here and they want to prove something, they want to make some money, uh, I'd turn them loose on this. That's what I would be doing if I were in your shoes. I don't know, Rachel. Yeah, because I
0: think having an expert, Molly. I mean, instead of you having to do this, because I can only imagine Ugh. getting into legal battles and paperwork, and I mean, it's a it's a whole other world. And you deserve more. I mean, like you're looking at it and you're like, this doesn't make mathematical sense. To Ken's point, it's not you just being emotional about it. It's truly like my bills. Like this is, these are my bills because of this accident and insurance is supposed to cover them. So I think bringing in somebody to Ken's point is a, is a really good idea. And I would because these insurance companies, for the most part, they're trying to get as little out, pay out as little as oh, possible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so this is, that's what they do. And so for you to actually get what's fair You. I mean, it's been five years. That's exhausting. Like, I don't even know if you have the energy to to fight this any bit, you know what I mean? Anymore. And so, to get somebody that is fresh on the case, they're looking at everything and they're able to to really help you out because that's.
2: We got to flip this, Molly. You know why? Because these insurance companies are going to kick the can down the road to the point that they're just hoping to delay and delay and delay and and delay so that you'll stop. You need an absolute pit bull, Rottweiler. Kind of lawyer who is so up in their grill that they go, "Let's settle. <laughs> let's get done with this. We're tired of hearing from this lawyer." You got to flip the game, and uh, and and somebody out there will do that for you. In your world, Dallas Metroplex, the Metro, there's somebody out there who's looking to make their mark, and I'd find somebody who wants to make you their uh, their hero. Yeah, I really do. I love I, that's it. what I would do.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. Especially when you get into these. Niche areas, you guys, and and Molly's case obviously is a very specific one with a car accident, insurance company, all of it. But get people who live and breathe this stuff. We say the same thing if you're doing your taxes, if you're doing your investing, if you're going to be selling your house. You know, we have Ramsey preferred, um, you know, coaches to help you even with your uh, financial situation all over the country and ELPs with real estate. Like, like find these people in these areas to help you. You don't have to be the only one. In your entire life, right? If you're going to go work out for the first time, you hire a personal trainer. If there's stuff you're working through in your personal life, you you know you you hire a therapist to walk through. Like you find people who are who are experts in this stuff, and that includes when you're in a situation like Molly, that an insurance company is kind of bullying you and stringing you along for five years, and you don't get the money that you need to cover everything because, like you said, twenty nine thousand dollars over five years, and through all the medical stuff that you have documentation of that's what you deserve like that's the justice in it and so i think there's there's a there's power in that having people that know what they're doing
2: by the way bringing this back full circle
0: rainmaker rainmaker
2: came out in 1997 i'm not a grandpa for knowing that have you not seen the movie have you not seen the movie
0: i was gonna say when you said rain i was gonna say rain i'll
2: tell you what you're you're a big reader you're a big reader hoffman dennis hoffman dustin hoffman Shoot. Yeah. No, no. It was Matt Damon and Danny DeVito. Gee, I
0: just got, I just got, I got, sh- my yeah. people it's, are like, folks, unbelievable, I Rachel. Sorry. I Bless her heart. Hey, you Sorry. know what, though? Let me
2: tell you this. You're I a reader. read You're a reader. Yeah. It's a John Grisham.
0: Oh, Model. so go okay, get that fine you could go get I it at know. the
2: library because you like to save a buck or two and take that on the old uh summer vacation
0: that's sharon ramsey that you're that not checks. a library nope i'm not sharon
2: your mother still checks out books at the library yes god bless her she is a treasure yes she's a treasure folks
0: or uh, she'll give me a book and it's a library in the minnesota i'm like where'd you get this mom she's like it was a used book off amazon like, god bless you mom god bless you All She's right. awesome. well thanks to Fun everyone times. in the booth thank you america for listening ken thank you for being a great co-host you bet
2: and we'll be back